Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights here on WABC or his own terrific website, BillOReilly.com, where the interviews, the columns, and TV show is great. Nobody does or has ever done it better than Bill O'Reilly. Just a couple nights removed from me of having dinner with Bill. He's one of the smartest and most interesting people you'll ever meet, and a good soul on top of that. His killing series is Killing It, Killing the Witches, his latest success, over a dozen of those uh, great books. And we are now just eight nights away from a New York state of mind. O'Reilly and Rosenberg on stage together at the Paramount Theater, Huntington, Long Island, coming up next Friday night. So here he is, the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. You know, that wasn't me at the dinner. That was AI. That was my AI. I'm I'm glad the AI performed well. You know, you laugh about that, but the actors are scared to death. That's one of the reasons why, you know, the writers are back at work and Jimmy Fallon's back on the air and blah, blah, blah. But the actors are still striking because they are really worried that Bill O'Reilly, the AI, will end up at dinner on a movie set and not the real guy. You know, they uh, they should be worried. This AI stuff, I, I'm not going to get into it now because we got immediate stuff in the news to talk about. But <laughs> this bear is uh, watching here. Um, there's an article in Foreign Affairs uh, by Henry Kissinger and uh, my old dean at Harvard, Graham Allison, um, about how this uh, whole advancement um, is going to change the world in every way, the artificial intelligence. And we're going to get out in front of this, uh, but I have to have it, – it's probably about six months away from being uh, something you can see. And then as soon as that happens, I'm going to be all over it. All right, good. Well, let's get to the uh, the important news of the day like you talked about. I'm sure you were listening with me and Judge Knapp and since, and I just have no appetite. I don't want innocent people to die. I get all that. You have to preface all that. You know, like George Floyd, I don't want him to die. But I have, not, I have no appetite right now for the safety of Palestinians. I just don't. Um, because because I have no idea how many of those folks share the same ideology. I know a lot of folks were celebrating a lot in Gaza after those initial attacks two weeks ago. So I don't want to kill everybody, but my appetite for sympathy for them is not very high. Does that make me a bad guy? No, but you don't win the war that way. You don't win the long-term conflict that way. So what should happen is this, and this is what drives me crazy about not only the United States but NATO and the other leadership that's on the side of good. I mean, you know Putin and, and China and Iran, and these are the evildoers, okay? That's who they are. They're not going to change. But 
right away, the United Nations should have stepped in and said, we're going to establish um, camps in Egypt, northern Egypt, okay, for women and children only. And Israel will give us a safe corridor for maybe two or three days to evacuate any families, women and children, no men, all right, who want to go into these U.N.-administered um, camps. Okay, and then we're appealing the United Nations for donations from all over the world, and certainly Biden, um, who gives away money every single hour, would do that, and the NATO nations would too. That's number one. So then you take that issue away. It comes out, and, and Israel would support it. They'd support it. So after the three- or four-day period where they come into Egypt, again, just women and children, no men, um, then Israel has to do what is necessary, which is destroy the infrastructure of Hamas. Now, I would also apply to that if, if you are a Palestinian man living in Gaza, an Arab living in Gaza, you can surrender. You can surrender. So we won't kill you. But if you don't surrender, and you, we're going to come in, and if you're there and you're in our way... You're going to die. I wouldn't say that. I would. I would say you'll be at risk. <laughs> you'll die. Yeah, but look, Sid, you can be adamant about it. And I go back to Abraham Lincoln. I mean, and, and this is what I do. I combine history with uh, contemporary journalism. Abraham Lincoln gave orders to his generals, Grant and Sherman, to destroy everything in the South. You have... You have an order, if you want to, to break it. But he didn't make it public. He didn't come out and, and, you know, he was doing the Emancipation Proclamation. He was doing a lot of these things. But Sherman went down and just destroyed Georgia to march to the sea. That broke the will of the South to fight. Grant basically overran Confederate positions didn't take many prisoners, Sid. Did not take many prisoners. Yeah. And the war was over, and the North won. That's how you conduct it. You don't put in your face, because there are so many people in the world that use this kind of a situation to up the hatred, to up the violence. You want to win. That's you all fair. Win. No, that's fair. And I think some of the reason why I'm so angry today, besides the obvious, I'm a Jewish boy, and my people were absolutely slaughtered. But on a on a real unbelievable note, right here in my own city, or here in my own country, Talib yesterday in Washington, D.C., the thousands, thousands that amassed in Times Square. I knew anti-Semitism was alive and well, and I knew there'd be part of the population that loved what happened two weeks ago. But the numbers, Bill O'Reilly, the numbers I'm seeing from everyday citizens to duly elected politicians is making me even more angry. Okay, and that's fair. That's fair. Um, But then you have to step back from the emotion and say, I'd say 80% of New Yorkers are on the side of Israel. How do you know that? Because when I see these pro-Israel rallies, for every one of them, there's four pro-Palestinians at their rallies. Yeah, but that's because they're organized, and the pro-Israel uh, Israel force is not. 
So the, these people belong to far-left progressive units where they get emails and texts all the time. Meet me here. We're going to do this. They're what they call activists. Most decent people are not activists. They're on the Long Island Railroad trying to make a living. <laughs> okay? Yes. That's why you see the constant. They can get these people out there because all these people do is hate. That's their whole life. It's like uh, somebody listening to WFAN. That's all they do is do sports. <laughs> all these people do is hate. Yeah. It's not just Israel. They hate conservatives. They hate Trump. You know, who, But that's their whole life. Okay, so I wouldn't worry about I know it's annoying and it's, you know, you go and you shake your head. But out of a metropolitan area of 16 million people. All right. Two and a half times the population of Israel, by the way, you're going to have cranks. You're going to have these people. I don't pay them much mind, but I will say that these uh, Tlaib and uh, Bush and these people in Congress should be brought up on ethics charges. Well, I just said Dolph Heikendon literally 30 minutes ago live from Israel, and he has already reached out to Hakeem Jeffries, who if yeah. Republicans are on campus will be the next Speaker of the House, and, and said, yes, uh, Talib Omar AOC. You bet. Yeah, I mean, well, and they're AOC doing, is playing a game now. I know she is, but they're doing this right in front of you. They don't that, care. They should be the subject of an ethics investigation in the House, because what they're doing is – promoting violence so that that's the ethical breach you bring them in and go okay congressperson you're promoting violence and here's what you said from your elected position in washington dc and then if there's an ethical violation which there obviously is then you can embarrass them to the extent that if they continue to do it you can expel so again, I'm I'm I want to win this, Sid. I'm, I'm my whole life I've I've been up against the forces of evil, and literally, and I beat them most of the time. But I found that in the early part of my career, I got emotional like you, and every time I got emotional, I lost. Well, you made more money. Well, I was out of that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I make money because I'm brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Uh, no, that's a joke. No, it's true though. That, you do. No, it's not yes. a joke. It is true. You do, and and, and um, I make money because I'm entertaining, not nearly as smart as no, you. No, you make money because you're number one, and and that's what called a meritocracy. And and by the way, I want to point out that a lot of this uh, that we're talking about now, we're going to discuss at the Huntington Theater on Friday, the twenty seventh. Um, our backgrounds, O'Reilly's background in Levittown. And, and Sid's background in Brooklyn, and what our family life was like, and that how that directed us to where we are today. And then we're going to talk about a bigger picture of what the deuce happened to New York. How did we go from a traditional city of working-class people to these nuts in Times Square who want Jews dead? How did that happen? Now, we're going to do it in a funny way, I hope, um, uh, but that's the theme of a New York state of mind, that, you know, we're all in this together, but we're really not all in this together. What happened? So I think it'll be an interesting exercise. It'll be a lot of fun, so people should, uh, you know, if they want to join us, uh, go right in now and go to Ticketmaster or the hunting, the Paramount Theater in Huntington. But on the, on the bigger picture, I mean, I understand if 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 – Human beings cannot understand this, see this for what it is. It's just like 
What's the difference? There is no difference, right? And in 9-11, we didn't have a lot of dissent there. It was, it was muted. There were some nuts, but not many. But now because this is Israel, not the United States, they feel like they can go out. But what's the difference? You got terrorists going in, killing women and children, and you want a ceasefire? That's, that's the word that gets me. Wait a minute. If you have a ceasefire, that means Hamas still exists. Correct. And Correct. they can do it again. Right, which they may so do you're anyway. basically saying, yeah. if, if you hear the word ceasefire come out of anybody's mouth, yeah. all right, they're basically saying, I don't have any problem with Hamas. They can stay where they are, and then maybe next month they'll do it again. I don't have any problem. So we don't want Israel to go in and, and defeat them, dismantle them. No, no, we want to ceasefire. That's like the we want a two-state solution that Biden keeps saying. And I was on News Nation last night. I, I said to Cuomo, I said, do you think he's stupid, Biden? There's not two-state solution. is not possible because there's not two states. There's one state, Israel, and then there's terrorists. Palestinians, they don't have a state. Hamas runs it. Hezbollah runs it. Correct. And for once, Chris didn't disagree with me. No, I'm sure he didn't. And, uh, you know, Chris also knows there's no such place called Palestine and up with that, from the river to the sea, there is no place called Palestine. You live in a place that Israelis are kind enough to let you live in and give you water and electricity and job opportunities. And a lot of you, not all of you, but a lot of you are just animals. I do hey, want, one one yeah. more thing, and I know you've got to run because... No, the, no, I got it. no, I'm not running. I'm keeping you late. You've got to sell some haunted house or something. Um, Israel offers every single person in so-called Palestine, the Holy Land, citizenship. Did you know that? I did. And they give them work opportunity, too. Right. So everybody there, when they say, oh, the Palestinians, they don't have anything, they're destitute, they're um, Israel. If they become an Israeli citizen, they get all the rights that the Jews have. All right? And, and, and that includes employment opportunities. That includes the social system. And the Arabs go, no. And I understand why. Because if you become an Israeli citizen, then you're an outcast uh, among your peers in Hamas and the West Bank. I got it. But what else can Israel do? I mean, that's what the question is. What else can you do? You're willing to accept everybody in the area as a citizen with the same rights that everybody has. What else? <laughs> and, you know, when you pose those questions, they can't answer them. The haters can't answer any of that. So let me ask you about New York, because uh, we're doing this New York State of Mind next Friday. And unlike me, because I do tend to get emotional, which is very un-Republican, that's more like Democrats, but in this case, Israel, Jews, I get very emotional. Um, I believe that Hamas is here, as well as other hate groups. I think ISIS is probably here, Al-Qaeda, who knows? I don't even know anymore. It's like 100 groups. And um, I don't believe it's a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I think it's probably imminent there'll be some type of attack here in New York City. You're a lot more level-headed than I am. Do you agree well, with that? The problem with the uh, terror attacks is that our uh, defense system now, and I chronicle this in my book, Killing the Killers, is very good. How they missed the Hamas thing, that, that is a, a huge story. And because the U.S. intel missed it as well as Israeli intel. But here, it's very, very difficult for these terrorists to organize a major attack, lone, what, what they call lone wolf, yeah, you might see that. 
But you're right. The dereliction of duty by Biden, by allowing millions of people to come here unattended, is shocking. And when I hear somebody say, and I don't hear it often anymore, oh, I'm going to vote for Biden in 24, I look at that person. I go, are you blanking kidding me? This man, all the damage that he's done. You know how long it's going to take to unravel the damage Biden has done? Oh, forget it. At least four years, and that's if the Republicans carry everything. Well, that's uh, well. Donald Trump says one day. No, (laughs) one day. Look, Biden is the second worst president in history. All right, James Buchanan, who wouldn't do anything to stop the secession, is the first worst. He's not going to top Buchanan, but Biden is so bad. But the media will not report it, just as the media yesterday completely botched the hospital attack. And that's my message of the day on BillOReilly.com. You can no longer rely on any of the corporate media to tell you the truth. It will not. And that is a huge, huge deficit for all Americans. You know, it's just really uh, staggering. It really is. And terrifying. Bill O'Reilly, as always, uh, there's a reason why this segment gets bigger ratings than any other all week long, because it's the best, and you're the best. Thank you again for another great appearance. Great seeing you this week, and I'm really excited about next Friday night. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, and I just want to tell everybody, I picked up the check for Sid. <laughs> yeah, okay? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, and, and, and he bought a couple <laughs> of copies of Killing the Witches, so we're even. <laughs> Which is number two on the New York Times list. You know how happy that makes the New York Times that my book's number two? They want to kill themselves. They're, they're just <laughs> ecstatic over there. They're all dressed up like witches. And they're going, around, I love killing the witches. It's the greatest book oh of all time. God. Good for you. Good for you, Bill. You keep doing that type of stuff. You're the best. Thank you so much. Thank That's you. it. See you soon. See you Bye. soon. Killing the Witches, everybody. Go out and buy it. It's an, it's an amazing book. All of Bill O'Reilly's books are amazing. 